Welcome to the Jaguar King Podcast. I'm your host, Armin. I talk everything Jaguars football, usually in tears. So if you like anything Jaguars or anything NFL related, please hit the subscribe button. Please hit the like button. It really helps my channel grow. And without further ado, in this week's episode, who's going to lead the Jaguars front office? Thank you all for tuning in. The Jaguars offseason has started. We're on a search for a new GM and a new head coach. The Jaguars possibly have the most attractive front office position in the NFL. The Margaret Roby of NFL front offices. The Brad Pitt of NFL front offices. Not only do they have a boatload of cash to spend on free agents, they also have 12 picks, a first overall pick, and another late round first round pick and five picks in the top 65 if I'm not wrong so to me I don't think any position other than maybe the Chargers is attractive as the Jaguars so let's look into some GM candidates and who could be making those picks for the Jaguars next year first on the list is a guy who already interviewed with the Jaguars Lewis Riddick no relation to running back Theo Riddick I looked deep into his family tree but uh found nothing Riddick does come from football lineage. Not only himself was an NFL safety, he had his brother Rob Riddick played for the Bills as a running back. He also has some cousins and family members who are in front office positions around the NFL. After his playing days were over, his first gig in an NFL front office was with the Washington football team from 2001 to 2007. He started as a pro scout and that got promoted to the director of pro personnel. After Washington, he headed over to division rival Philadelphia Eagles where he had the same career trajectory. He started as a pro scout and worked his way up to the director of pro personnel from 2008 to 2013. Some notable players acquired during his tenure in Washington were players like Jason Campbell, Santana Moss, Antoine randall London Fletcher. While he was with the Eagles, some of the players that were acquired during that time were Deshaun Jackson, Asante Samuel, LaShawn McCoy, Jason Peters, Jason Kelsey, but also Nick Foles. Yeah. As the guy Jackson was trying to get out of their mind. But regardless, with his work in the front office, it has seemed that he was able to acquire talent or at least be there while the team was acquiring talent. Obviously, it's hard to tell of how much input he actually had in these picks, but him moving up positions in Washington and in Philly, I'd imagine is some indication that he was doing his job. But after 2013, in Philly was his last stint in the NFL front office, and he's been on ESPN since then just talking shit. Another guy that the Jaguars interviewed with was Saints assistant GM, Terry Fontenot. I'm not sure that's how you pronounce his name, but it sounds French. And when I originally saw the headline, I thought it said Terry Footnote, so we'll go with the French version. He has been with the Saints organization for the last 16 years. Upon doing research about him, it was really hard to find anything other than he's just a well-respected guy across the NFL and in the Saints organization, and he's helped build the roster to what it is today, in which we all know the Saints have a strong roster. So getting a guy who's been around a winning organization and is able to acquire talent and picks... Sounds like a good deal. Another guy on my list who's high on possibly everybody's list is Mike Borgonzi. Another name that I don't know if I'm pronouncing correctly. When I originally saw it, I thought it said Borgnazzi. He is currently the Kansas City Chiefs Director of Pro Personnel. What I like about Mike is that in his playing days, he was actually a fullback. So you know he's a complete psycho, and he'd run through a brick wall if he lost a game or two, you know, to set the tone and all. He's been with Kansas City since 2009, starting as a college scouting administrator and working his way up in the office. His time there with the Chiefs, they have done really well at drafting, most notably finding players such as Tyreek Hill, Travis Kelsey, and of course, Patty Holmes. Other players include Marcus Peters, Eric Fisher, 
Kareem Hunt, Clyde Edwards-Hilaire. The team also brought in free agents such as Tyron Matthew, Sammy Watkins, and both contributed to that Super Bowl winning team. And again, it's hard to get an idea of how many of these players he actually was influenced on making the picks, but you can only imagine that he's been there for that long, working his way up, that he had some input in it. He's been a part of really solid drafts. He's also been part of working with some other people like Chris Ballard, who's the Colts GM, who have left the Chiefs and gone on to other front office positions. So I'm assuming working and experiencing with those type of guys, he's acquired some knowledge along the way. Another candidate I want to talk about is Colts assistant GM Ed Dodds. Before joining the Colts in 2017, Dodds spent 10 years with the Seattle Seahawks front office. It is said he is one of the guys in the organization that pushed for Russell Wilson. It is also said that he is the guy behind orchestrating the Legion of Boom defense, which has helped Seattle Seahawks win some Super Bowls. Which is cool and all, but Todd Wash was also trying to establish that same defense here in Jacksonville. And Todd Wash is the last guy on earth I want to see right now. Rumors are that 49ers defensive coordinator Robert Sala would pair with Ed Dodds wherever he ends up as a GM. Dodds last year turned down the Cleveland role because they already had Kevin Savansky hired and this year he withdrew his name from the Panthers GM organization search probably because they already had head coach Matt Rule in there so it sounds like to me this guy isn't messing around so if the Jags hire Spongebob Squarejaw it sounds like he wants his head coaches and his guys only and with the rumor that Jaguars are waiting on Urban Meyer to accept a head coaching position or not it sounds like Ed Dodds probably wouldn't come here nonetheless I think he is a good candidate for the Jaguars GM position and coming in last time I list with the most normal name of them all is former Texans GM Rick Smith Rick Smith was hired in 2006, and with the first overall pick, he selected Mario Williams. At that time, passing on players such as Reggie Bush and Vince Young, everybody wanted to light his head on fire. But as time went on, he actually made the right pick. But let's not get too cute with our first overall pick this year, because we've got Trevor Lawrence, mother. Other notable draft picks during his tenure were players like J.J. Watt, Deshaun Watson, DeAndre Hopkins. He also found some undrafted free agents like A.J. Boye and Arian Foster, so no doubt he has picked some impact players. Smith had to take a leave of absence in 2017 due to health concerns with his wife, so it is noted that he was not let go or fired as a Texans GM. He had to step down. And then Bill O'Brien took over and just went absolutely nuts. As honorable mention, I want to throw in a guy that I don't want the Jaguars to get, and that's former Cleveland GM Ray Farmer, who's already interviewed with the Jaguars. He's most notably known as the guy who drafted Johnny Manziel. That's a no for me, dog. So these are five candidates for the Jaguars GM position that I wouldn't mind being in office next year. Some of these guys have interviewed. Some of these guys haven't. My top two from that list are Ed Dodds and Mike Borgonzi. I think those two have a good track record. Coming from winning organizations, it could bring that culture over to the Jaguars that we desperately need. Let me know down below in the comment section on who you want to see as the Jaguars GM next year. Do you like any of these guys on the list that I just talked about? Is there anybody off the list that you would love to see or just feel like you want to mention definitely leave it down below and we can have a discussion thank you all for watching and sticking around for my horse shit thank you for all those who have subscribed to my channel i'm almost at 500 subscribers when i started this i definitely didn't think i would get near that number so thank you all for those who have supported me along this way don't forget to hit the like button and i'll see you next video mm -hmm.